Colin had a problem and a microphone to spare. Thomas took it up and so the podcast went to air. For weeks and months they trolled through every single DVD. They've unwrapped all the ones they can and now they're cellulose free. Now they're cellulose free. Hello dear listener and welcome to Cellulose Free. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. What do you know? Um, I know that the Earth is a geoid. Right. Um, Which is like a sphere, but bumpy. Yes. Um, I know... Now, the question is, if you were to shrink the Earth down to the size of a billiard ball, would you be able to feel those bumps? I can't remember (laughs) the answer to this one. (laughs) There we go. Dear listener, you have some homework to find out. Okay, good. You know that. Yeah. But you don't know that. No. Right. Anything else? Um, I know that it's currently, according to a clock across the room, 6.54pm. Good. I know that I'm holding a a Blu-ray. Huh, that's fortuitous. We might watch it. Yes, yes. But more pressingly, I don't know what you know. Well, I know that this week... I went and dined at a exclusive restaurant that is only open for four weeks of the year that my daughter worked at. Okay, so it's a, a year 12 hospitality and catering course uh, that she's doing, and they happen to have basically next door to the college a cricket club, a, a new cricket oh, yeah. club, and with a, a fairly decent uh, kitchen upstairs and it's not being used during the winter months and so they opened up a a little practice restaurant especially not while works are going on on the oval no no the oval is a bit of a mess Mm. so i had a wonderful alfredo carbonara right yes that uh that my daughter actually prepared that was her responsibility for the day and um a deconstructed cheesecake Right. Yes, that eventually got to us. Um, there was a little bit of a, a mix-up with front-of-house staff. They went and squeezed a, another table in, and it disrupted the numbering of the tables. And right. uh, so <laughs> our dessert ended up at the table before us. So <laughs> um, before they'd had their main meal. <laughs> yes. right. It was a comedy of errors. But we eventually got our, our deconstructed cheesecake, and it was very delicious. Um. Yes, other than that, donated some blood again, mm-hmm. and life goes on. Yes, it does. Does the life go on for you? It, it certainly does. The vital it, essences yeah. still flow. Mm-hmm. Good. Still definitely alive over here. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, speaking of alive... <laughs> no, I, d- I don't have anything to add there. It's been a boring week. Okay. Well, we shall move into what we're actually here for. We're going to watch a film. We are. Uh, One that I selected last week uh, without any randomness. It was prompted by last week's movie. I'm not entirely sure how or why, just um, um, quality-wise, I think it is. 
<laughs> yes. The whims took you. Yes, the whims took me. Um, it is another animated movie, but animated in a totally different way. We'll, we'll get onto that later. Uh, what are we watching today? We are watching Kubo and the Two Strings. Which is not streaming on any service in Australia. Uh, you can hire it or buy it on one of the like Apple Play or the, the Google usual, Play. Or, the usual suspects. Yeah, Microsoft. But not streaming on anything, which is... I, I was a bit surprised, I must admit. What is it about, supposedly, purportedly, uh, once you wade through all of the self-congratulatory... <laughs> Is there anything left? It's about a boy in a shamisen. (laughs) Kubo mesmerises the people in his village with his magical gift for spinning wild tales with origami. When he accidentally summons an evil spirit seeking vengeance, Kubo is forced to go on a quest to solve the mystery of his fallen samurai father and his mystical weaponry, as well as discover his own magical powers. A lot better than last week. Oh, a lot better than last week. <laughs> that actually has piqued my interest. I am intrigued, uh, even though I have seen it before and recall enjoying it thoroughly. That's what we're going to watch. Thomas is going to pop the case and he's going to take the disc out. He's going to put it in the machine. We're going to watch it and we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to s- string two? String, <laughs> string two. How did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> Yeah, turn to turn to side B. Just 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 fl- fl- flip over the record, or the, just turn over the the, the, the eight cassette. track. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. So, what did you think? It remains a very good film. It's. Absolutely gorgeous. Yes. Um, every bit of it is just uh, meticulously beautified. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gushing again. It's going to be a gushing episode. I think we all knew that it was going to be a gushing episode. When you think of stop motion, you think of miniatures. <laughs> and, oh. and there are... I am so glad that... In the closing credits, they do sort of give you a glimpse behind the the curtain. Um, certainly on the, the Blu-ray disc, there are a number of uh, special features that, that show the animation. But uh, it, it was good of them to actually <laughs> give you an idea of how, how stop motion... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on a large scale is done. And and it is large scale. It that, really is. That that skeleton puppet is is over four metres tall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was so worth it. You just, uh, I mean, it was filmed against the green screen uh, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of the stop motion is filmed against the green screen and then... Um, various media are used for what replaces the green screen. Uh, so there is there is certainly some CGI going on, mm-hmm. um, but also um, uh, some of the bamboo forests uh, were hand built and mm-hmm. it's just visually stunning. The animation is stunning. Um, the, the the movement of hair. You, you you know mm-hmm. that that it is stop motion, and, and, and yet 
the fluidity of it is still such that it never distracts. And some of the, the material movements and hair movements and, and things like that, just absolutely beautiful. You, you can see the frames, but you still see past them. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, the sound was glorious. Um, I've been somewhat frustrated with our sound system mm-hmm. um, in getting the, the balance between dialogue and all the rest of the noises. Mm-hmm. And finally, we have a Blu-ray that actually seemed to get that balance right and make me think, no, it's not the system that's wrong. It's all of the mixes that are... And I've read other people say that, yes, they, they have the same problem in that... Um, oh, we've got the wind blowing now. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah the, 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 the mix down for uh, streaming especially is sometimes really skewed for the the non-dialogue bits. So if you, if you turn it down so that the back, all the noises are at a reasonable volume, mm. you can't hear the dialogue. But this was quite well balanced, and and yeah. the the surround mix was just wonderful too. Yeah, it's just it's just very good. It's just a very good film. Yeah, the the emotions. It is mm. it is a very emotional film. It, it's it's quite a. Um, it was last week's film that prompted this, mm-hmm. and I still cannot see the connection other than it was animation done extremely well and storytelling done well. But whereas last week was very close to over the top, um, mm-hmm. comedic. This this was just a, such a, a, a mix of emotions and and it, it's it's a very sad story. It is, yeah. And yet, it is told in such a way that you feel that it's a story worth the telling. Yeah. And not without its comedic elements. The, the, <laughs> to to be able to write a script that allows you to get George Takai to say "Oh bye." <laughs> And and it fit entirely with the, <laughs> and, and not not feeling like the scene was written so that he could say that. No, it it just added to the 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 wonder of it. Let's talk about the company. Okay. Let's talk about Laker. Okay. Let's talk about Laker. So they started out by producing. Corpse Bride. Yes. Back in 2005. Uh, uh, Tim, Burton Tim Burton directed. Yep. And, and contract work, basically. Yep. Um, and went on to make a, a, a couple of television series. And then Coraline. Yes. Coraline in 2009. Um, and, and their first four films... Coraline, Paranorman, The Box Trolls, which I haven't seen and we don't have and is not on the streaming service. Mm-hmm. So, very helpful. Uh, all at budgets of $60 million Right. Each. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and progressively, they've been making less and less money off of them. 
which is sad. Yep. And yep. then the missing link, which I haven't seen, but we do have. Oh, you haven't seen that? I haven't, no. Oh, okay. Uh, was more expensive and a flop at the box office. Yep. yep. So that's all very sad. Um, they are still making films, um, regardless. But how long that can go on for, I, do- I don't know. I don't know, and it would be very sad if we lost this company, because they're good at what they do. Yes, yep. Animation and animation techniques have certainly taken a hammering from the, um, I won't say relative ease, because I, I still very much respect and admire the the skills and art of it's computer animation, but it's different difficulties, yeah. But um, it's decimated the 2D traditional mm-hmm. uh, hand-drawn animation. Um, I mean, even Studio Ghibli mm-hmm. have... Made an ill-advised mm-hmm. 3D film. Yeah, yeah, which I have not seen, so no. I cannot judge, but the, the it, it from what I've, I've heard, um, it is a very different and it does not feel like a Ghibli film, but I will not take that any any further because, as I say, I haven't seen it. But, yes, for for one of the, the last strong holdouts uh, studio-wise um, to, to also uh, yeah, to, to see Disney mm-hmm. abandon what they're absolutely famous for. Uh, mm-hmm. to, yeah. So stop-motion... You've you've still got Ardman, but they have also leaned heavily uh, into computer animation as well, I believe. I'm looking this up. You you keep talking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll just keep rambling on, yeah. <laughs> talking nonsense. Um, but uh, it it really would be a shame for Lakeout to uh, stop doing mm. doing what they're doing because that was just a. A beautiful, beautiful film, and it, it is quirky, and it is very much a different style. At the moment, they are working on a sixth stop-motion film. They are also working on their first live-action film. Oh, so interesting. So that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's not a thing they've done before. <laughs> no. Mm. And Ardman? I, I'm pretty sure they're, they're still largely doing stop motion. Oh, okay. Um, okay, I've just, got, I've just got this memory in my head of, of them more heavily going down the computer animated route. But I could be just making that up. They might just be too good at what they do. Hmm. Uh, uh, flushed Away was computer that's, animated. That, that, yes. that was the memory that I had, and mm. I didn't didn't want to take it any any further mm. to make myself look even more stupid. But no, no I, I would have, I would, put, would have pulled that one off. Mm. I should have said it. Yeah. That said, it did still maintain. Oh yeah, it was the Ardman very, style. Very definitely the Ardman style. Yes. Mm. Um, music was wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. The closing end. In song, uh, um, George Harrison's "While My Guitar Gently Weeps," in the the style of the the rest of the film 
uh, a version of a wonderful rendition. I, I really, really like the the rendition uh, at the yeah. end in the closing credits. Ah, uh, you you've taken all all the praise I could have given this film out from under me. Oh, sorry. And and no, that's that's okay. This <laughs> this is not a new occurrence, <laughs> but it's okay. I just talk too much. Oh. <laughs> And then I I struggled to find how to put into words the things that I do end up saying, so... No, you do all right. (laughs) We've gushed. We've gushed. We have gushed. So we've done that. Yeah. We've talked about the film. We have. We've talked about... Watch it. Try and get your hands on it somehow. Because it's good. Yes. And you should. Sweet, wonderful movie. Yes. Yes. So, yes, we're moving on to... This segment. The following segment needs a little more time in the oven. It's done now. Let's see here. We've got a bit to cover. All from... Largely from the one person. That's right. All, all from the one person. Yes. En- entirely. Uh, none... None of what we are about to talk about is from anything other than one of our dear listeners. <laughs> That's right. Uh, now, that dear listener, I, I did cover, um, I think, a fair bit of what she mentioned, our dear listener, Helen, concerning last week's movie. But I did want to reiterate something that was very interesting. You just mentioned that Laker, how they're about to do a, a live-action film. Um, I found it very interesting in looking into how they put together Rango. The director chose to live film the actors performing their roles on a, a soundstage with, with basic props mm-hmm. so, so that they could do actions and also the audio was recorded. So rather than tr- traditionally with uh, animated dialogue, they're all in audio booths and mm, audio booth and and maybe recording their their lines separate from from other people a microphone hanging from the ceiling yeah and it allows for for very clean audio and, mm. and separation of audio well the director of rango wanted to the the physical performances and recorded the audio at the same time uh, so they didn't have the separation of dialogue, but they had a lot of um, over-talking. And, and so in a lot of ways, it was a lot more natural um, mm-hmm. dialogue. Uh, but uh, Helen did mention that in places it was hard to to hear some of the dialogue. And I, I suspect that... Uh, because of that over-talking, um, that, that, that would have contributed to that. I, the other thing is that there, <laughs> there was a lot of dialogue that was rapidly fired out that was more adult in nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, just, just slip that by. Yeah, let's, let's just slip that by. And, and they included in the final movie. And yes, but the, the other advantage of, of filming that way is that the animators, they, they didn't do what's called rotoscoping um, you mm-hmm. know, uh, track or, or motion tra- capture. Mm-hmm. They didn't do any of that, but they had something to base uh, movements on uh, so the animators uh, 
had had a lot more to to work with, um, but also as far as mouth movements, they would go back to traditional um, techniques of standing in front of the mirror and mouthing words and and uh, going through their catalogue of mouth movements that they could plug into the computer and. And do yes. So the the article that I linked on Facebook is is well worth a, a look. But I'll include it in the the show notes mm. as well. Um, with regards to one of the questions that wasn't answered, mm-hmm. did Rango actually successfully use color change chameleon camouflage? I'm I'm not sure he did. I don't think he did either. No. I, I couldn't couldn't recall him yeah. doing it. Came close once um, with the red candy in the vending machine, but relatively quickly <laughs> seen through. And, and he did uh, pose as a cactus, but the colour was sort of... <laughs> I was going to say chameleon colour. I'm presuming that naturally a chameleon is, is greenish in, in colour when not being a chameleon chameleon. I don't mm. know. <laughs> but he was cactus-coloured then. Um, yeah. Um, and Clint Eastwood not playing the Spirit of the West is a, a small miss? It, it was visually him, mm. and it, it was almost him vocally, uh, as far as... it's it's, it's It was a, a quite a good impression of him. But, mm. uh, yeah. Mm. And... Yeah, I'd, I'd happily take a Rango too. That would be... Uh, yes, um, he's not interested. No. no. No, the director is, is certainly not interested. He he would, wouldn't would mind tackling another animated film again, mm. but would like something fresh and... Yes. Yeah, I'd like a Rango too, but there's, there's not a lot of places for it to go. Yeah. Every, every, everything got got wrapped up. Yeah. And I'm not... I'm not going to answer the question that was asked as a separate post. The one about films being on lists. Oh, yes. Yes. No, we, 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 we don't give away that. No. 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 I, I no. Brief, briefly considered tackling that one, but no, <laughs> no. no. We don't give that away unless we feel like it, which we sometimes do. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, okay. Uh, All right. Well, let's move on then. Pick a film for next week so we can go to bed. It's your turn. It is my turn. And I'm going to do something probably actually fairly predictable given where conversation uh, went. Ah, yes. Okay. During uh, a film discussion, uh-huh. um, I am going to pick The Missing Link. Okay. Because Good. I've not seen it. I, I feel like I've let you down. Oh, sorry. Missing Link. Missing. Not, not the, just Missing Link. Ah, uh, okay. So it's, it's like some people call it the Star Wars, mm. which is completely mm-hmm. wrong. And much like <laughs> last week... Uh, when I said that the bag hadn't been scanned and as such the bag had not been transcribed. Oh. The bag has not been scanned and what? as such has not been transcribed. 
I'll have to do something about that. And so I'm going to find something shorter. (laughs) (laughs) Race up the hallway and get the DVD. I'm tempted. Yeah. Missing link. You are the missing link. Goodbye. Uh, starring Hugh Jackman, David Williams, and Stephen Fry. And I do have a shorter description. Excellent. Mr. Link recruits explorer Sir Lionel Frost to help find his long-lost relatives in the fabled valley of Shangri-La. Along with adventurer Adelina Fortnite. This trio of explorers travel the world to help their new friend. Oh, good grief. I <laughs> I confess I don't have a, a great recollection of this film. Right. Um, sorry, that, that description does not match the recollection that I have of this, <laughs> right. this film. Yes. Okay. So that's what we're watching next week. It sure is. Missing Link without mm-hmm. the V. Mm-hmm. We are watching Missing Link. I don't know whether it's on any streaming services. I just, I just had just watch. You it. did just have just watch open. Um, no, no, I don't need to do that. I can just go there. Yeah, just go I there. Can just go there. Just bring up the. I can go apps my own already... way. Go. go your own way. That's the one. No, it's not in Australia. No. Okay. Right. That's next week. Next week. Yep. Lakers. Missing Link. Missing Link. We hope that you can join us. But until then, we'll catch you next time. Bye. You have been listening to Cellulose Free. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Cellulose Free is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. We keep track of our extensive physical media collection through My Movies, which we highly recommend. You can find links to that, as well as other places you can find us in the show notes. Cellulose Free is a Hi Hello production. had something until about halfway through the film discussion portion and mm. then it sort of all went yeah pear shaped oh well mm. i'll that's i'll put something together yeah there's, there's enough words I, yep. I can just cut a word here and cut a word there and oh franken quoting yeah oh, i do it all the time blah, blah. Yeah. The things that I make you say. It's just... (laughs) 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 There there was a particularly shocking one on Australian Survivor one time. um, Where they, they do their interviews in various locations and they try to keep each player to the same location so that they can franken quote yeah if they so need but one time 
we are talking to this one player, and the players all have coloured buffs mm-hmm. that represent their tribes. And we're talking to them, we we cut to another shot while we're talking to them to show B-roll, whatever, yep. and we cut back, and they're wearing a different buff. <laughs> <laughs> which, which means, one, they've franken-quoted badly, yes. and two, some sort of tribe swap or merge is coming up. <laughs> oh, that's really bad. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, did it have a lot of conversation on the interwebs? Oh, I can't remember. It was a while ago. <laughs> right. I've, I've stopped watching Australian Survivor. Not, not because I wasn't enjoying it, but because it's, it's, it's so much. It, it really is. All, all of Australian reality is. So much, all of the time, and it's because the networks don't want to spend money on more money drama on drama. Reality is cheap. Yeah, and it fulfills a quota. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm still recording. Yeah, that's that's okay. I'm okay with this opinion being out there. Okay. You can I, stop. I now, might leave though. it on. <laughs> you you can stop now though. Well, stop. I've said I've said everything. What well, stop now?